John Doe, you're the hope of the world. Welcome to an actual podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You hear that? Do you hear that? Oh, oh. You hear that? Yeah. You gotta pretend like you're hearing a song. We're gonna edit the song in later. What song are you listening to when I say that? You know how like some people say like you have like an inner dialogue, inner monologue? Yeah. 
what song is playing during your inner monologue? Right now, it's a weird one. I don't even want to tell you. All right. That's cool. It's a, it's a, I dug my key into the side of his pretty little ship mm. four wheel drive. Country. I don't know why. I don't even like country music. It's just weird that that's the song that was like in my head. I don't Who know sings why. that? Martina McBride? I think it's Martina Navatilova. <laughs> Is that a soccer player? Just, um, either that or an ice skater, I think. Mm. I think she's an ice skater or a tennis player. How do you not know? Like, that's the song that's playing in your inner monologue? Just f- when you asked me, that was the song that popped in. It could be another song right away. Mm. All right. That's cool. Now it's Miss You Much by Paula Abdul. Okay. At least it's not another country song. Yeah, it's so random. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear what mine is? What is it? I've been getting into uh, Italian rap lately. Nice. Yeah. And there's this uh, new guy. Uh, I forget his name. Harry. Harry? Harry something. Belafonte? Harry Bensali? Well, the name of the song is Ricky No. Ricky No. And, uh, okay, so uh, Jerry Hassani. I was close. Yeah, you were close. Uh, but yeah, I've been getting into that. So that's the song that was playing in my inner monologue. Harry Houdini, everyone. Jerry Hassani. Oh. Give him a proper shout out. Check, yeah, check this guy's um, music video out. It's really uh, pushing the boundaries, I think, of you don't even, art. You don't even need to look at the music video. Just go to Spotify or... Is there another, like, medium that doesn't use videos? SoundCloud? SoundCloud. He's probably blowing up on SoundCloud right now. Probably. He probably really is. <laughs> I honestly, I've never heard anything like it. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is our first... This is our inaugural episode of an actual podcast. An actual podcast. We've with... toyed around with other podcasts, but this is... An actual podcast. That's right. With Angel Ace and Aaron Moreland. Or are you going to go with that thing you were trying to do last time? I was throwing around emo. I don't know. How do you feel? Can I you call me that? No. You won't call me that. If you want me to, I, I would. Do you want me to call you that? Like, now that you're asking me like that, I don't. Okay. But, like, if you were to naturally call me that, I wouldn't oppose. In what situation would I ever call you that? Be like, yo, E. You could just call me E. E? I like my name, Aaron. It's like, I just feel like Aaron Moreland mm. is too many syllables. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Moore. When would I call you emo, though? Like, in what situation? Like, what do you In say? bed? No, come on, man. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. It was just something I've been trying around, you Maybe know? If we, all right, we got to try it in public, though. Okay. Yeah, try it in public. Just, like, refer to me as that and see what people say. We'll take the bed out to the zoo. Try it at the zoo? You want to take the bed out to the zoo? Well, you said to try it in bed. I'm thinking in public. Oh, so you wanted to do in bed in public? No, I just need to know. I think it's funnier in public, whatever situation it is i thought just walking around in the zoo and i'm like emo 
I mean, pretty fun, like, but I mean, you want to do it in bed? We could bring the bed to the zoo if you want. I feel like there's probably some laws against that, but what law? Okay, you want to get into some weird laws? <laughs> Bird law. <laughs> <laughs> what law? There's no laws involving beds, is there? I remember there Honestly, was. Honestly, an- I'm not sure. I think there are some laws involving beds because, like, when CPS comes through, mm. all your kids gotta have beds. So. <laughs> I uh I remember there was an episode of Garfield and Friends with the barnyard animals, and the one episode the, what was it that was it the duck that was always like neurotic and like scared that the sky was falling. Yeah, there was one duck that was like not hatched, right? Like it was just his legs. No, no, no. He had like a like a tube, like a like a water floaty thing around his waist, but that it was also him, had but a face. Wasn't there another one that was just a, like an egg with legs? Mm, no, I think you're thinking of Pokemon. That's I, I literally know nothing about Pokemon. Okay, well, we're gonna save that for another day. I'm gonna break down the entire history of Pokemon for you, guys. It is going to be a wild ride here at an actual podcast. <laughs> Pokemon players broken down one at a time for you. Um, all the hits. That's right. Um, but yeah, uh, so this is an actual podcast. We've been toying around with other podcasts for a little while. And then we just decided we needed to make a real commitment to an actual podcast. That's right. Oh, by the way, uh, the Garfield and the duck was scared. That the there was like a ticket, like a like a tag on a mattress, and it said "Do oh, not rip off." Oh, and he was afraid that. And he was, he was afraid go to jail. that he ripped it. Off. It was either him or the pig. The pig could talk too. They could all talk, right? Yeah, I feel. I think all of the cartoons in there could could. Uh, they were all animals. The animals in that cartoon could talk. Yeah, well, there you go. Yo, shout out Garfield. Shout out Garfield. Like, but what was that little like side mission called? Because none of they weren't Garfield wasn't in that. Well, that was the end friends part. That was the end friends. Yeah. But they never hung out. So how are they friends? Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Did Heathcliff have friends? No, I don't think he was friends with like the like the uh, the junkyard cats. Like I th- I feel like that was another like side mission, like while Heathcliff was like. You know, running after his prey or whatever it was. And then you had Top Cat. I've never seen that. It was like a Hanna Barbera. He had like a, uh, I think a hat, a top hat. Is that was that top the joke? Hat, top hat. I think I think Top Cat had a top hat. I think that was the joke. And he was like a, a cat that ran around, ran around with a gang of other cats in like alleyways, trying to get some cat puss. Are you making this up? I swear to God. Look up. Okay. All right. Maybe not. Is this the two-tap-and-look method? What the fuck? You ta- what is the two-tap? Hold when on. When you told me that you could tell whether or not a statue had balls, the Jesus statues on the crucifix? I didn't tell you that you can do that. I said that that was a thing that was happening. That was how you could tell. You said you had to tap the balls twice. You tap the balls twice, and if it's hollow, then you know that there's balls under there, but they're dick and balls. And if it's solid. And if it's solid, then it's one piece of the statue. Okay. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that there was a method to that. I was just wondering, did any of the people that carved, like, the Jesus crucifixes, did they carve in, like, a, you know, like a bulge? Well, look how much detail they put into, like, the abs and, like, the the veins on the feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody's looking at the dick. 
I'm looking at it. I mean, I just, I like, I Whoever said they didn't look at the dick on a Christ statue is really lying right now. I'm just going to say that. I just don't remember, like, a bulge big enough for me to be like, damn, Christ. Well, it doesn't have to be big. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, okay, what size would Jesus's dick have to be for him to present it to you and you to be like, oh, God. In either direction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, probably... Four inches or, or smaller. Four inches. The American average of penis length in the 1950s. And and then probably over like 11. Over 11? Yeah. Either way, it would make me say, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he, if he was rocking a solid five, you'd be like, eh, that makes sense. I'd be like, I mean, <laughs> God? <laughs> Oh, by the way, here's Top Cat. Real guy. Hanna-Barbera, like I said. Who is Hanna-Barbera now? Is she the one that makes the circus, um, like, animal crackers? Mm, there's a lot to unpack there. No. Uh, no. Hanna-Barbera is a con- uh, amalgamation of two different people that make cartoons. They were supposed to rival, like, the Looney Tunes, like, Warner Brothers things. Were they related to the Berenstain Bears? I don't think they did that, but they did all the ones, like, Huckleberry Hound and, like, Magilla Gorilla. Uh, what's another Hanna-Barbera? I'll say, I'll say, I'll shit on you. M- motherfucking, what's the turtle? Was the turtle there at some point? I don't remember a turtle at all. Oh, well, fucking Scooby-Doo's Hanna-Barbera. Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo's Hanna-Barbera. What else do they got? All right, come on. You got I don't... I'm trying to think. I don't know much about Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> I, um... Okay, Huckleberry Hound, Quick Draw McGraw, right? Flintstones. Oh, shit. Yogi Bear, Top Cat. Damn, you think they're getting royalties off the vitamins? I bet you that's the best, like, selling, uh... Like, that's probably their highest, uh, income. Well, let me finish. So... Well, hold on. Let me start again. I'm, I'm going to read the whole list. Right? The whole list? whole list. It's Just not, give me the hits. It's not a lot. Huckleberry Hound, Quick Draw McGraw, Flintstones, Yogi Bear, Top Cat, Jetsons, Magilla Gorilla, Johnny Quest, uh, Secret Squirrel, Sinbad Jr., Frankenstein Jr. and the Impossibles. You remember that? Uh, Space Ghosts. Uh, you lost me at McGilla Gorilla. The Banana Splits Adventure Hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's a made-up thing. Do you me- Yeah, and they did a bunch of Scooby-Doo things. Oh, oh, here you go. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Oh. Right. C Lab Twenty Twenty. Spe- Speed Buggy. You remember Speed Buggy, right? I think Jabberjaw was part of them too. Yeah, look, Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw? Yeah, this the shark that was like part of the the band. I think it was a drummer. Did they make fruit fruit snacks? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. That show was only on for like one season, mm-hmm. I think. I really don't remember that. You don't remember any of these? I like I said, you mostly lost me after McGilly Gorilla and then I recognized uh what was the one you said that I was like, "Ooh, the uh the 
The Impossibles? No. Oh, oh, I was thinking The Incredibles. No. The Smurfs? Oh, well, did he do the Smurfs? They did the Smurfs. The Snorks? I don't remember them. They were like... The they look like Smurfs with snorkels? They were Smurfs with snorkels. And they was were it under their the own seat. show? Yeah, they had their own show. Did they last as long as the Smurfs? I guess I, not. I don't think so. I, I don't guess think... after you run out of air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pink Panther? Oh, man. Yo. You want to hear a funny story about Pink Panther? It's not really even about that, but... Hit me with it. (laughs) This is so stupid, but when I was in grade school in music class, our teacher could play the theme song to the Pink Pink Panther that... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And she would get the entire class to behave by promising to play that song at the end of the class. And we did it. Like, just for that. You all behaved... On the premise that you could possibly potentially hear somebody. <laughs> yeah, and like an older woman play that song on the computer, on the uh, on the computer, on the piano. Wow. This was really like a long time before you know iPods. Yeah, but like there, it I wasn't. I didn't even think I had AOL yet. It wasn't a long time before like other songs though. Like you could. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't have that many in her like repertoire that was like the the one that she could get everybody on board with that was the one that was the one i don't know she didn't know any other songs that like other people might know i guess there's i don't know i mean she was like 85 years old when she taught us and that was in like the 90s so you think uh you think there's gonna be like teachers in the future that are like like music teachers like old ladies like in their 70s yeah and they're gonna be like trying to think of songs to like wrangle kids in yeah. And they're, you know, they're gonna be like, sit down, you sit down, I'll play, you know, the song. Yeah. And they all go and they sit down, like, waiting patiently. She starts playing fucking Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can totally see that. What's the one Britney Spears song that you think will be the one, like, in the future? Toxic? That's the one I think about the most. That's a good one. Yeah, I think that's probably her best song that was, like, released. Yeah. I think it'd be weird if, like, a geriatric woman was, like, really singing her heart out to that not a girl, not yet a woman song. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's probably not appropriate. Like, the, the thing about the Pink Panther song was that there was no lyrics, right? So she could just play it on the thing yeah that's true and we were just like little kids like bopping around to it mm. i'm talking like second third grade here right what okay what's another is it pink panther's so weird though like why is that that one like, i don't know like she probably had a limited rolodex of songs she could play and an even smaller one of songs that like children would recognize <laughs> so <laughs> but every time i see the pink panther i think of my music teacher yeah. Every time um, I get my period, I think about my gym teacher. Okay, that's the story for another day. Uh, we talked about Britney Spears. Didn't you want to talk about... Oh, my God, I did. So... There's a weird conspiracy theory involving Britney Spears and... So, recently, a co-worker of mine brought up this conspiracy theory that Britney Spears died in 2001 in a car accident. Yeah. And this car accident was reported on by, I think it was twitch and kramer or something like that twitch and kramer it was a set of djs that were like famous and apparently they had gotten a call saying that britney spears and justin timberlake were in an automobile accident (laughs) and they both died so they reported it and then 
everybody started freaking out that heard their broadcast. But I guess it was just like a citywide thing. So it's not like it spread across the United States too much. Yeah. And 2001, like this is before. So they just like happened to get this information from somewhere like during their broadcast. Yeah. Like they got a call in from. I mean, that happens like breaking news or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Were they in like that town? Yeah, yeah, I think. So somebody must have been like, yo, I just saw this crazy shit happen. Exactly. Okay. So they reported on it. Yeah. And then they get fired. But the guy now, one of these DJs, and I think it's Kramer, not Twitch. Is it Kramer, <laughs> Twitch, whatever? Well, okay. now you can Google it up. But see, it's only Twitch on TikTok. Twitch is a comedian with uh, uh, Tourette syndrome, and Kramer is that racist guy from Seinfeld. No, I didn't know they did a radio show together, but that sounds amazing. No, there's more than one Twitch, as we know. Yeah. Um, well, not anymore. Shout but, out Twitch. Yeah, RIP. Um. So anyway, these reporters reported on her death and they get fired because they were like, you got everybody all up in arms because they thought Britney Spears was dead. And he comes out in 2021 and says they really did die in this accident. They flew myself and Twitch, his other radio partner, to wherever they were in Hollywood to some like fucking mountain in the side of a you know like garage in the side of a mountain kind of shit and they went in there and saw that Britney Spears was dead like they had her body there and there was a clone who was named something I can't remember but the guy was naming her real name and um and not that she was a clone, but that she was a body double. Somebody that they found that looked exactly like her. Right. And had they'd been training her to look like... And apparently there's, like, an another conspiracy theory that says all uh, all the celebrities, all the top celebrities in Hollywood have a body double. hmm Which is not that far off from, like, reality, right? Like, how many people have a body double? We know that's happened yeah, with other world leaders. How many situations has, like, the body double been like yo i'm gonna just take over i don't know how we would never know because nobody knows this exists so now this guy's talking about it because apparently he got a million dollars to keep this story to himself otherwise he said that they would have like pretty much taken him out to keep the story to himself for 20 years and then after 20 years he could talk about it Mm -hmm. so he's talking about it in 2021 which was 20 years after it happened and just um, going through, like, what he saw in this place, which was, you know, basically what you would picture a friggin' underground cloning lab would look like in a crazy movie. Like, it's that's just a what bunch he... of, like, green shit and bats. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the Mysterious conspiracy. But then Britney Spears has a song called Mona Lisa mm-hmm. that, that she was working on in, like, 2003 that she left her, like, handlers... To go to this other radio station to drop the demo off. And the first version of the song says, like, I want you to know that she's gone. She's been cloned. She's been cloned. She's been cloned. This is the lyrics of the song. Right. Right? She wasn't supposed to, like, put that music out. Like, she actually, like, went to the radio station and was like, play this mm. herself. And then we'll when... the song. I, don't, I gotta look that up. Okay, I you know yeah, I, I got most of it on the dome right now, but I was thinking it was those guys that. Uh, no, I think it was a different like, hmm. like I think they were in like Fort Lauderdale or something. Like it wasn't the same city that they were Florida. in. Florida. Yeah, I don't I don't know the whole ins and outs of everything, right? But 
it's been kind of getting under my skin the fact that she went and dropped off that song after it happened so this would be the clone technically mm-hmm. if we're believing that story dropping it off saying you know that britney's been cloned yeah. but then they took that song and they because the album was from something called the original doll that was the album that she was working on then her people said that she was never working on this album mm. and then, and then when you go to find the song on youtube most of the versions say instead of say clone it says she's been go- she's gone now she's gone so, oh, like, so it's a different version. So they switched the the lyrics around. What's the is there like an official Britney Spears page that posted it? You know, I didn't even think to look that far into yeah, it, but that was the one that like played, like the there was a video that played like the live broadcast of that. Mm. But okay, so why would the clone try to tip people off that she's a clone if she's gonna take over Britney Spears' life? Wouldn't she want to do that? Like, I mean, maybe it's because she was just like, you know, hiding little Easter eggs in her music. I don't know. It's a plan of a grander scale. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just, it's something that's like been on my mind and like kind of bothering me. Because mm. like ever since Britney got let out of her conservatorship, she's mm. been acting kind of weird, right? Yeah. And even when she was in it, she was acting weird. Yeah. And... I think what happened was, if if this is all true, then she fell in love with a dancer because she, you know, marries Kevin Flatterline. Mm-hmm. Then he makes her look crazy. Right. She shaves her head. Maybe it's because it's a DNA thing. Mm-hmm. No, I guess not because you could still swab her in, inside of your cheek. Yeah. So I don't know. But there's a lot of different conspiracy theories out there that celebrities are either have body doubles or they've been cloned or whatever. I'm not a clone. <laughs> not yet a Britney. Not yet a... Yeah, something. I don't know. So it's just something that I have put maybe too much attention towards, but I, I it's would interesting. Say so, it's interesting. Cool. I mean, I uh, I went down a couple YouTube holes. Yeah. I mean, hey, whatever. I mean, well, okay, so like... If we found out that that was true, would that change your opinion on the clone of Britney Spears? Like, I guess it would depend, like, who did the music, right? I, yeah. Like, when did the real Britney stop recording and when did the clone take over? Yeah, nobody knows. And nobody will know. If she did, uh, if the clone did, what was it, Circus? That was a good album. It was a good album. I know too much about Britney Spears. I know. It's interesting to think about because she definitely. Um, you think she's been acting crazy? I feel like it's not like a, she's, a, it's not a crazy thing because she hasn't been able to do that. Like, people uh, get the, um, what's that called? Uh, get a little bit of freedom. Yeah, the, the the privilege to be able to go through those stages at a younger point in your life. True. Now she's and doing because it. she was under that conservatorship, they controlled everything she was able to post. So she never went through that phase of posting the emotional song on MySpace with the lyrics as like a bulletin or whatever the fuck. Like, you know well, what I mean? She she never had that phase. So now that she can go through that phase, I kind of feel like she has to go through that phase of being like, "Fuck everybody." This is our bad baby face. Here's what I think, though. I think the conservatorship is kind of evidence in clone favor 
right? Because why also, else would you put a grown woman under a conservatorship for 13 years? But why would you put the clone under conservatorship instead of the real girl? Because she died in a car crash. Because she died in a car crash. Apparently, she was decapitated. That's what, what the guy said. What if the clone died and she's the original and she has to live life as the clone? What you mean? Like, so she, like, has admitted that she is. Like, nobody knows she's the original except for her. But she tells everybody else, like, I'm the clone of Britney Spears. But she's really Britney Spears. Oh, tricky. Tricky. Does it matter, though, at that point? It's like the diamond thing. Who did circus? True. Who did toxic? Yeah, we need to know who did toxic. (laughs) Because, um... I think... Okay. You want to know the lyrics to Mona Lisa? These are the original unfiltered ones? Yeah, these are the original unfiltered ones. Yeah, good. This is the story about Mona Lisa. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got a story to tell about Mona Lisa and how she fell. Now see, everyone knew her. They knew her oh so well. Now I'm taking over to release her from her spell. She's the original. She's unforgettable. She wanted you to know she's been cloned. It's kind of incredible. She's so (laughs) unpredictable. She wanted you to know she's been cloned. She's been cloned. She's been cloned. She was taken under, drowning in her seat, running like an angel. She was crying but could not see. Now now see everyone's watching and start, as she starts to fall, they want her to break down and be a legend of a fall. And anyway, it just goes through the chorus again. She's original. She's unforgettable. She wants you to know she's been cloned. And then um, the other lyrics say, now she's gone, now she's gone, now she's gone, when they changed it. Right. So, like, that's weird as shit, right? I mean, it is pretty weird. But is she using uh, (laughs) some type of weird, like, alliteration there? Or, like, is it supposed to mean something else? Like, I don't know. I really don't. Maybe she's talking about, like, her inner, like, self or something. I don't know. Like, maybe it's not, like, that deep as a conspiracy that she's been cloned by some weird governmental agency or something. (laughs) I mean, it could just be an old DJ looking for more attention now. I'm not, I'm not putting that past, you know, the realm of possibility. Right. But, you know, I like, I like to, you know, what's the, what's it called? Um, Explore the explore conspiracy theories. Yeah. Because I do think there's a thread of truth in everything. And like sometimes, you know, I agree. Uh, there's always been, like, crazy conspiracy theories about, like, the craziest things, right? Like, anything that comes on the news, there's always, like, immediately, like, 17 different conspiracy theories. We were just watching that documentary about the MH370 yeah, yeah. crash. That was pretty crazy. That was insane. Um, more insane than I honestly expected the story to turn out. I mean, it hasn't even turned out. They haven't even officially found the plane, what, 10 years later? Yeah, and, when did um, it happen? 20, 2014, 2014, so nine years later. They have no confirmed traces of this plane. Um, there's a documentary about it. and Yeah, uh, so it's like three episodes long. It's on Netflix. And they uh, kind of go into uh, different theories, like in each episode, right? Yeah, so the first one was that the pilot 
was suicidal and he just freaking dive bombed the whole plane which was, with everybody in it. Which was the official. So so let's explain exactly what happened, right? So so in 2014. Uh, there was all this commotion that was going on because uh, people figured out that this plane just disappeared, right? Yeah. It was a plane that was going from Malaysia to China? To Taiwan, I believe. Was it Taiwan? Or Beijing. Beijing, I Beijing. think it was, yeah. So uh, while they were transferring uh, the um, people that were supposed to like uh, talk to them, like give them coordinates and stuff, Malaysia was transferring it over to the Vietnamese people, but I guess in between that there was like a period of time where the tra- plane doesn't have any connection to anybody. To anybody, yeah. Okay. So during that time, it disappears from radar. They don't know where the fuck it goes. Nobody yeah. sees anything. Nobody hears anything. It just disappears, and to this day, they still have no idea where the fuck this plane went. Three hundred and something people on board, or two hundred and something. It was people? like two something, yeah. Yeah, like two hundred and seventy, I think, people on yeah. board, including the crew, and they just disappeared. There's no like record or trace or anything about this plane. Yeah. Um. So this documentary kind of goes into some of the theories on what could have happened, and the first theory was that. Uh, the pilot was crazy and suicidal and he decided to for some reason drive the airplane off course uh, south towards the Indian Ocean where yeah. there's like nothing around there and just drive till the all the gas in the and just drive till out. all the gas runs out Yeah. so that was their working theory and then that was the official narrative from the, the Malaysian government too Yo, right? the Malaysian government throughout the course of that gave out three like definitive con- like confirming statements about what <laughs> yeah. happened and then like the last one was like yeah we kind of really don't know what happened I think the funny thing about that is like they could pr- I think the way they got away with it was they did it in English and then when people were like wait a minute you didn't say they were like oh no 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 you misheard us that's not what we meant <laughs> it's lost in translation and we meant this actually <laughs> uh, yeah but that yeah the first episode was um talking about what the pilot could have done yeah it didn't really seem feasible that that's what happened yeah it didn't seem feasible um and then the second episode uh that one guy who's a uh, conspiracy that was his job he's a conspiracy theorist? he wasn't a conspiracy theorist he was coming up with okay if the pilot was suicidal what events would had had to have taken place for him to have you know gotten the co-pilot out of the cockpit yeah you know to do all that and it didn't seem very likely it didn't seem likely that he could have done that and then his next theory was this was outside influence of yeah. somebody that was messing with it or something like that so they basically said he either went north or south from the destination that was the, the center point. So so they re- they revealed that there was a bunch of different uh, weird electronic equipment in the uh, like baggage area of the plane. Yeah. Um, and one of the things was this satellite system called the Immersat system or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Inmarsat had some sort of, the like, Br- communication British, technology British on board. GPS, and yeah. they used, like, radar uh, satellites to try to track things. Yeah. And um, they found out, miraculously, like, a, what, a couple days later, that uh, not only was did this plane have one of their devices on it, but after the plane had disappeared from radar... The device pinged one of their satellites. 
Yeah, and like came back online. Miraculously, right? That's yeah. the only thing that like turned back online and sent some signal. Yeah. Uh so that's how this guy based his data, right? So yeah. the the in based on the Inmarsat data, mm. he went to a specific <clears throat> spot, right? Mm. Like he 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 was here. So and they then got from a that bunch point, of like different had, like, like, numerical coordinates, and then he had some guy, this programmer, come in and try to translate them. And based off of what the guy translated it to, he said, okay, it, it could have either went this way, the plane, or this way. And then while they were like reviewing that Immerset data, what happened to make them think that it was the South? Was it, uh, oh, the Malaysian government came out and said that their military had reported seeing the plane turn back around towards Malaysia or something like that and that's when they were like oh that's how he went south or whatever was that what it was some shit like that but I they thought came they up were with- just exploring like based on the Inmarsat data they they could map him to a certain point off the course of what they were supposed to be going on and then from yeah. that point he had this much gas left in the plane yeah so if he went north or south they measured it like that in both directions yeah so basically if it would have went north they mapped it out to somewhere in kazakhstan near china the chinese border which is what i said from the beginning yeah and if it would have went south it would have been just directly into the middle middle of the indian ocean where there's nothing there right um so they did a bunch of dumb like weird things that they used as like proof right yeah but it was just all like proof that was provided by this inmarsat company yeah and, and then they when used that as like to establish their like official narrative of like what was going on yeah so then they had some guy who was like a professional adventurer which i didn't even know was a thing uh, Funded by the Russian government. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they found out a lot about this dude when they, like, dug into him. He was, like, a Russian spy or some shit. Well, I'm not saying that. because No, he was... <laughs> they just said that he had a lot of ties to the Russian government. Yeah, and... he couldn't prove anything, though. So yeah. that's why no charges were ever brought up. But anyway, this guy went to, the, like, the Indian Ocean and was like, I, I, f- I started finding, finding pieces of this, like, plane. Yeah, he was going to islands that were, like... They found one, like, plane piece that was, yeah. like... I don't know, the tail or something. And yeah. it was consistent with one that would be on uh, a 777, which is the plane that fell. Yeah. But the piece that they found didn't have the serial information on it, so they couldn't really prove it was that plane's... Yeah, and when the one guy like asked, like, how do you know it's the same, the response that he got was... It's well, the well, same color. Look at the color. Look at the paint job. It's exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> this shit had been in the ocean for, like, a few years at that point, too. So, yeah, like, yeah. So anyway, um, we get to the end of it. And yeah, it gets to like the third episode, and then they talk about how it could have been like the Americans, because of some weird conspiracy theory that be- those uh, packages in the uh, baggage area that were electronic equipment, one of those things had like sensitive information. Yeah, that like apparently the they, the certain countries didn't want the Chinese government to get their hands on. Yeah, some sort of technology that. that yeah, so that they Americans came up with had. some weird like. Uh, uh, excuse that like all these countries were somehow involved which I, I really don't believe that that was possible I mean it could have happened maybe like that I mean here's what I what what got me talk about the MRSAT data 
I hope we're pronouncing that correctly. It's in Marset, like I N M A R S E T. Yeah. After they figured out that that data could be manipulated from outside of the plane, yeah, they were like not sure that it was as reliable as they were saying it was. Well, that's what, yeah, and then you you figure out that like most of the quote unquote evidence that they were using as like proof that like it went the way they said it went, they had no proof that that evidence was real. Like there was nothing like substantiating those pieces of evidence. Yeah, like this guy, the adventurer that went to the beaches off of the Indian Ocean. Yeah. He was finding, like, he nobody had found anything in years, and he was just like, oh, I'm going to take a trip to this island. And he finds, like, 30 pieces of, like, quote-unquote rubble. But it's not even clear that it's from an airplane. It's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, not like, it's just like rubble. I mean, maybe it's from an airplane. Bonnie rubble, trouble. Anyway, so um, then... They said that the Americans could have been involved because the Americans had those AWOCs that were yeah. in the air. They're specific, like, airplanes that are made to jam, like, radar. They're made to jam radar. Yeah. And they were following the plane. Yeah. So. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. We don't want no heat from the That's American That's what the government. French guy said. There wasn't any Americans in this documentary, was there? Mm, there might have been a couple. No, the guy, the conspiracy theorist, he was American, I think. Oh, and the adventurer. No, I think he... Mm, he had an maybe. American accent. Yeah, maybe he was an American. Yeah. But th- those were the only two. So it was an interesting documentary, but it's, it's also... It's very interesting documentary. I liked it <laughs> a lot. Excuse me. I liked it a lot, but the thing that I did not like was that it had no conclusion. And uh, that's annoying. Because yeah. nobody knows what happened to the thing still. Well, so do you, like, subscribe to the idea that, like, you shouldn't make a documentary unless there's, like, a nice little bow you can put on the end of it? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It was definitely, like, informative. Yeah. None of these Maybe. families got any information. They have no closure. They're Still just like, oh, sorry, the plane disappeared. Yeah. So you have all these people that are, like, these armchair scientists that became part of this, like, online, like sleuth group yeah that tried yeah. to like track some information one down. lady actually found a lot of it was like in the original place that they thought it might have crashed the before. southern china sea yeah the yeah. south china sea they originally thought that that's where the crash might have been before they came up with the so there was yeah the Inmarsat data. so there was another like um online group of uh researchers that were researching this topic and i guess what they did was specifically take satellite pictures of uh, ocean, like the tops of the ocean. Yeah. And then just put them online. But because the ocean's so big and it's just, you know, just gigabytes and fucking hexabytes or whatever the fuck of yeah. like just blueness. Yeah. Like you need like the computing power to have somebody like review those things. So basically they would take all these pictures of the ocean, put them online. Uh, you sign up for this thing. They'd assign you, like, a specific, like, chunk of, like, pictures, and then you'd go through and see if you could, like, find anything. Uh, And this chick that was on the documentary eventually found something that she thought looked like the outline of what this ship could have been. Yeah, she went and got, like, the, um, what is it called? Like, the design of the plane, and then was, like, laying it over the pictures to kind of, like, match it up. And it did look like something, but, like, again... No, nobody went and looked at that, though. Yeah. Nobody went and looked at the stuff that she found, which was, like, yeah, the first theory that they had. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's just uh, nobody knows what the hell happened. There's 250 people that have vanished. 
they tried <laughs> to um, blame it on the captain for a while, but it seems like they kind of like let that go, like at the end. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, they really let the co-pilot off without a, without well, a. Well, they said he was too he was too wet behind the ears. Okay, well the the guys that 9/11 does they uh, <laughs> they just got like takeoff lessons. I don't think they got anything else. Yeah. It's super weird. Yeah. How quick were, did you see like conspiracy theories when this like train derailment in Ohio happened? Because for me, like when I saw it on the news, my feed on social media was immediately conspiracy theories about this. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I saw people with conspiracy theories. It was more of just like, we're kind of, you know, on the opposite side of, you know. Not the opposite side, but we're we're in range where it might be a problem. Yeah. Um, and so I was really just more looking into like the way water flows from where that shit happened. Yeah. Um, and what the possibilities of of what could have happened were, but um, then I I want to say it probably wasn't until like two weeks later that I saw people start saying stuff. Yeah. For me, it was immediately. Really? And it, yeah, and it was pretty crazy because a lot of the things that people were saying were making sense. Yeah. And it's so weird to be able to digest these, like, people's crazy, like, theories, like, immediately with, like, the speed of, like, uh, instantaneous internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can see something happen live and then immediately go to Twitter or Facebook or something and somebody's going to say something that, like you agree with kind of and it's like yeah. oh weird maybe that did happen that way <laughs> yeah i mean it seems pretty logical i mean that's the problem with conspiracy theories right like because you you like yeah if these these made a lot of sense you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah it's wild though i mean but they still have they're still cleaning it up right it's been like what at the, this point like four six weeks a month yeah yeah it's been it was like the beginning of February. February, I think, yeah. Now it's like the that it happened. middle of March, so yeah. But um, I think it's just more of a matter of uh, what the hell's happening there. That there was like another another derailment, like right after that. There's a lot of derailments that keep happening. And, and I'm like, what is? I think it's the same company. I think it's the, the same. Norfer, no, Norfolk Southern yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, do they just own all the tracks? So like, they're gonna get in trouble for every derailment because. Oh fuck! Are they pulling a goddamn Mister Monopoly here? They own all the railroads. I don't know. Who owns Boardwalk? Is it Norfolk Southern? I don't know. I mean, but like, I feel like each Norfolk is in Virginia. You know how they said? Hold on, just. Side note, you know how they say Monopoly is based off of Atlantic City? Yeah. There's not four trains in Atlantic City. Are you sure about that? No. I think there's only the one. I haven't been there in a long time now. I don't think I've seen a train in Atlantic City. Mm. There's at least one train that goes near there? How, though? It was all beach. Um... Probably like on the interior. Uh, like you can't put a train over ocean, right? What about the ch what about the channel? They, um, go, they go. That's that's what connects. Uh, that's what they to France. Really? Yeah, it goes underneath that. Like. That's so funny. People that uh, keep chickens, that um, like in their house, mm -hmm. 
the thing that puts the chickens from like one side of the house to the other. Mm. It's called a tunnel. A chicken tunnel. A chicken tunnel. Okay. Is that like an official thing, or did you just make that up, or did you just read that as somebody's like conspiracy? No, somebody that I know was looking to get chickens (laughs) and was talking about making a channel. Now, whether they made that up, I don't know. (laughs) Um, was speaking about uh, conspiracy theories. I've been getting into uh, watching these uh, Christian horror movies. Yes. From like the seventies and eighties. Uh, so for some reason, uh, when we started watching this, uh, MH370 thing, it made me think of those, that Left Behind series with DJ uh, Tanner's brother, real uh, life brother. Kirk Cameron? Kirk Cameron. What sitcom was he on? Family Ties? Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Yeah. Okay. Him and his best friend Boner. Shout out Boner, yo. Um, so... It made me think of that. And then I was like, well, you know, I've seen these already. What are other examples of this? Like, because they they just didn't make Left Behind, right? They must have. We saw one that came out like recently called Rapture. Do you remember that? Did we watch that? Yeah. It was like, uh, it came out like 2013 or something. And it was about like this cloud that was going around, like zapping people with electricity, but they were being raptured or whatever the fuck. I honestly don't remember that. Oh, bro, we're going to watch Rapture again. It was terrible. It's a really, really bad movie. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I started researching uh, different uh, Christian horror movies uh, that were similar to Left Behind. Uh, and then we, I came across this series uh, called the uh, A Thief in the Night series. And um, there's like four films in this series. And I've been playing them... Uh, before bed before bed to see if they like uh alter any of our dreams as we're having them but nothing yet so far sidebar um i actually had a bunch of these dreams um in my childhood and then relived them while watching these movies and i don't know if maybe i subliminally saw them or i just got really freaked out at christian church yeah and just imagined all these scenarios well they're filmed in a really weird like dreamlike manner right like the the filter that they use on the camera like kind of seems like yeah it's like is this a commercial for real estate or (laughs) well so the first one came out in this i think most of them take place in the 70s uh the first one came out in 72 the second one a distant thunder came out in 78 image of the beast came out in 81 and then the last one which we haven't seen yet the prod prodigal planet 1983 um they do a lot of like conspiracy theories in these movies that i feel like are still prevalent through our society today which is kind of yeah it's kind of creepy other than the fact that they're like beheading people that don't take the mark of the beast it's like oh so let's try to explain we've done a lot of this let's try to explain what the basic thing of this like film series is so so the this theme is the rapture has happened. The rapture's happened. And for all of you out there who aren't Christian or Christian adjacent, the rapture is the period of time where Jesus sucks up all the Christians back into the clouds, mm. and then everybody else sucks is, he sucks them all off up into the clouds. <laughs> and then the rest of humanity is left to live in squalor. Yeah, for like a specific amount of years. I, I think it's like seven years or something. The first three years are supposed to be like good and then the next 
three and a half years are supposed to be like crazy bad. Yeah, well, they mentioned there's like a, a scientific formula that they keep mentioning in this movie. Remember they had that that old preacher guy who kind of looked like the Santa Claus with a gun from Nathan for You. Oh yeah. He's like the old preacher. He's like, yeah. There's, what did he call him? The three, the seven bowls, or the three bowls, or something, and the three trumpets, or something. Oh like that. yeah, he was talking about like, is that the seals? Like, there is like a, a seven seals. A seven seals. That was the end thing. But then there was like two other things that he talked about that were like things that he placed on like a timeline, like this and this is gonna happen, and this and that is gonna happen. It's um, weird though because I'm looking at that, looking like this looks like all the tarot, uh, like nah, suits. Nah, it's witchcraft, bro. <laughs> you can't be having that in these movies because it's all about same symbolism. No, 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 no. It's all about heme. Heme. It's all about heme. These people want you to let Jesus come inside you so bad. Well, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's the so the first movie is about the rapture happening, and then this girl. Uh, having to live in uh, the world where, like, there's people left behind from the rapture. Um, and then there becomes, like, this schism that appears, right, from people that want to uh, do the God thing, which I don't know why they're doing that after the rapture, because I would kind of feel slighted if I was, like, a Christian before the rapture and I didn't get raptured, and I'd be like, why the fuck am I still doing this? You know what I mean? Well, like... So the people that didn't want to do that were worshipping computers for some reason. That was like They were worshipping computers? Yeah, and then, so, if you were part of these satanic sinners that worship computers, you would have to get the mark of the beast, right? Yeah. Either on your forehead or on your hand. On your right hand. On your right hand. And that was... Uh, your stamp that they would use as like a credit card for like social credit. Yeah, it was like a social credit system. You you can't basically participate in commerce. Yeah, but anyway, in order for you to participate in this mark of the beast thing, you have to renounce your Christianity and say you don't accept God or Jesus or whatever. Yes. So anyway, the first movie is about a girl having to deal with choosing between these two things and she eventually chooses to be the Jesus route right yeah um, but then at the end you find out it was a dream she was dreaming the whole thing and then when she's waking up woken up that's the second movie so she wakes up in the second movie right and, and then, then that's when the rapture really happens yeah I think so yeah and then she's like oh my god the rapture really happened uh, and then she has to adjust to I guess this new reality yeah but why didn't she get sucked off um she wasn't a believer. Remember her grandma was a believer? They started oh, doing the, yeah. the flashbacks of like, this is why the, the people of Israel are the chosen people. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking liars. <laughs> um, so th that was the second one. And then what was the third one? The third one was when she found that army dude, right? And they were like running around. Oh, yeah. So this army guy figured out a way to just get like a fake Mark of the Beast. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a temporary tattoo for <laughs> Marks of the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can still participate in all like the, the worldly shit, but not, you know, have a permanent mark on you. Yeah, so if these, Which like... Which feels like an analogy for something. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> so these people, these, I guess, are they Satanists? They're cultists? I don't know. I don't know, because the they're worshipping Christopher. Computers. That's the guy's name. No, but he's there's a dude. Brother Christopher. Brother Christopher. Brother Christopher, but he's the Antichrist, right? He's the dude, yeah, he's the dude that had the, uh... The, the pendant that looked like an iPhone around his neck. 
Yeah. That was Yeah, weird. yeah. Came out in the 70s. The dude was wearing definitely an iPhone around his neck. I mean, I own the same one. That was in uh, Image of the Beast, the one from 81. There's like a scene with like 20 minutes left in the movie where he's like giving this speech and it looks like he has an iPhone around his neck. It's really weird. Um, but we, we still have to see the third one to see what the fuck happens. Yeah. Um, but there was some scary parts that I actually like. Yeah, so I used to dream when I was little and my parents first took me to like Christian church yeah, yeah. that I would be sacrificed yeah. by like getting my head chopped off. Yeah. So these cultists, if they like captured you or whatever, like after the rapture, you had to pick, uh, either renounce your faith and uh, go back in society. They said, well, they weren't cultists. They were just society. Right. I think, well, that's, that, that was the mix, right? So you had to either take the mark of the beast to participate in society. Or get your or, head chopped off. Or get off. your head chopped off. But you get to be with Jesus, so. Uh, it, the Did one, anybody confirm that before, you know what I mean? No, nah, bro, it's all in the Bible. That's the original script right there. I want to see Tyler Perry do Bible stories. <laughs> Tyler Perry do Bible stories? Which one do you want to see him do? I don't know. Is Medea in it or just Tyler Perry? Let's do Medea versus Goliath. <laughs> Medea versus Goliath? Uh-uh, Goliath, not in my house. Medea and the two other wise men? <laughs> Y'all brought frankincense and myrrh? I brought him gold. You do like soul food, but instead of turning to a pillar of salt, is a pillar of sugar? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know this <laughs> I'm like I'm pretty sure Tyler Perry probably would do that maybe anyway these movies are hilarious maybe he should do these movies I, I would actually pay to watch that like a remake a, a Tyler, Perry, a Tyler remake. Perry remake of the Thief in the Night film series you know what I would like to see not that but I would like to see the Wayans brothers take this on as like a oh. not another scary you know what I mean not another Christian movie and just make it funny have they ever done any serious movies I don't think so I mean I haven't seen them if they have Marlon did uh what was it uh, the sixth man what was the one where he drank that stuff and then he like became a, a guy that bounced around or something flubber no, it came out like during Flubber though. Do you I remember, remember what that. I'm talking about? No. I think it had David Spade in there. Marlon Wayans, he like drank some potion. And then he could like he could bounce around or something. Are you talking about Shazam? Nah bro, come on. That doesn't even seem like something that existed. I remember um Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Senseless, bro. Senseless. You remember Senseless? No. Well, he's an economic student. Uh, yeah, he does a bunch of sperm stuff. Oh, yeah, he does. He <laughs> What's take, a bunch of sperm stuff? I don't know. Stuff he's doing in college, I think. Uh, yeah, he takes an experiment, and uh, it's a drug to enhance his senses. That's what it is. So maybe he doesn't bounce around. What sense would bounce you around? The sense I mean, of jump? like your pain receptors, maybe, like not working. You could just throw yourself all over the place. You think House of Pain had elevated pain receptors? I'm sure. Who was the guy from that? Everlast? Everclear? I thought it was Kid in Play. No. House of Pain? Yeah. Nah, bro. Oh, that was, um, I'm thinking of House Party. There's a new House Party. You gonna watch that? Probably not. 
I think it's produced by LeBron James. I don't think I'm interested. <laughs> produced like his hairline? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I don't want no heat from the James gang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> LeBron's uh, goons, if you're out there, our address is... You think LeBron's... Uh, what, what, what music genre do you think LeBron's like favorite is? I feel like he only listens to the Space Jam soundtrack. The original or the one he came out with? No, the original. What's on there? Is just R. Kelly? Hit Him High? That's like one of the Who's best that? songs ever. I don't know. It was the Monstars. Hit him up, hit him up. No, is it was if I hit him high, hit him high, hit him high, and you hit him low, hit him low. Hit the Monstars? Wait, it the, was the Monstars. The, 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 the bad basketball group from. Yeah, I had to make sure that. Who, like, who were those guys, though? I don't know. It's just, it was on the locks. It was probably the locks. Who was fucking Sheik Luch or some <laughs> shit? Um, I, I feel like LeBron loves, like, Hip hop from like the early two thousands, like diplomats. You think he, diplomats. Yeah. You think he's a fan of um. Dipset. Dipset, yeah. No, he's definitely not a fan of the Dipset. What do you think he likes? Fucking that South shit. Fucking Paul Wall. Yeah, he likes Paul Wall. Ugh. And uh, Ludacris. What about Sean Paul? You think LeBron fucks with Sean so Paul? So him. He did live in Miami for a little bit. Is Sean Paul associated with Miami? Um, I thought Sean Paul lived on an island somewhere. No, bro. Sean Paul's from the islands? I mean, he's, he raps like he is. Which ones? He's not Jamaican, right? The Rihanna Islands is not the same as the Jamaican Islands, Rihanna right? is from Barbados. But they speak with that same, like, accent, though, right? It's not the same. It does. It's like the difference between Scottish and Irish. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. But it, they do have that, like, it's a little bit Jamaican. It's a little bit... I'm not going to try it, because I think it's... Sean Paul. Okay. He does, so though, he, them. You said you said Sean Paul was white. I don't think he's white. I think he's part white. I think he's a light skin. I think brother. he's mixed. No, I think he's definitely. Because you asked me, would Sean Paul be okay with what now? What was the question? What question? You the asked one me I asked earlier? you earlier? Yeah, and you told me to save it for the podcast. Okay, because it's a great question. Okay. Okay. Well, what was it? Sean Paul, right? Yeah. Yay or nay on Chet Hayes? Oh, I said yay. And I said, that's crazy. I think Sean Paul would accuse Chet Hayes of cultural appropriation. Yeah, because Chet Hayes was going, big up on that. <laughs> did, did he live in Jamaica, though? Like I what? don't know. How did he develop that? I mean, he, he has probably listened to Miss Cleo a lot. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Cleo. Who else has the fake Jamaican accent? Miss um, Cleo, Sean Paul. Shaggy? Shag, do you think oh. Shaggy fucks they with? They call me Mr. I think I could pull off a good Jamaican accent. But I, you're, you can't, though. You're not, the point is you're not supposed to. Do you think Shaggy <laughs> fucks with Chet Hayes? Yeah, definitely. That's wild. You're saying yes to every person I'm saying. Because the people that you're picking would definitely fuck with Chet Hayes. All right, give me somebody else. Uh, Snow, the rapper Snow, Canadian rapper Snow. I don't know who that is. Uh, Informant. Yes. He fucks with Chet Hayes? Yes. Get out of here. He's trying to be, Chet Hayes is trying to be him. No. Chet Hayes, for all I've said so far, he's an original. 
He invented White Boy Summer. He did invent Nobody White Boy Summer. Nobody was talking about White Boy Summer before Yeah, because Chase. COVID happened and White Boy Summer never happened. That shouldn't have been White... He picked the wrong time for White Boy Summer. Fucked us all. <laughs> you're not a white boy. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but by him saying that... Yeah. It messed up all of the summer. It messed up the... Uh, because the, 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 the rest of the world was like every summer's been white boy summer mm. not every summer I, when the Chinese discovered who was that gun guy powder, when, when they sang that song the boys of summer um, who what boys were they singing about they were talking about um, what were they talking about it was like prostitutes right oh he was saying that like the chicks like lovers in the summertime were like Part-time lovers. That's a different song. That's Stevie Wonder. But in that song, he was talking about how they were part-time lovers. Yeah, but I'm asking you what, who the boys of summer were. They were part-time lovers. Um. You think Chet Hayes is a boy of summer or a part-time lover? I think he's probably both, actually. That's You insane. can only be a part-time lover. I'm starting to boy. think you're a Chet you know Hayes what? fan. I kind of am, to be honest What the you. fuck? Okay. Listen... I'm you listening. got Tal- Colin and Tom Hanks, right? If I'm going to fucking okay. rate the Hankses, I'm going to put Chet on top because Chet Colin Hanks. Colin? Yes. Colin was in uh, that movie with Jack Black, Orange County, about college or something. Yeah, he also played Brother B in the movie about um, him raping someone, like a little girl. No, bro. No, 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 no. You got Oh, he all... played her mom. He played his dad. He played the dad. I'm he sorry. He was the victim. I'm sorry. And he played it well. Yeah, but he did jerk that guy he off. He jerked that guy Which off. Which is totally fine. I mean, that's fine. I'm not against that, you know, uh, men. Two, two Christian men two in cr- there. Cr- cr- two Christian men Consenting getting into their kid Christian stuff. Men. It's kid stuff. Let's do a, a, a word scramble. Okay. Two consenting Christian cucks doing kids' craziness. Say that 57 times in a row fast right now. I am saying it in my head. (laughs) What song is playing in your head as that's going on? Part-time Lover. Really? Yeah, because you just said it. Nice. That's cool. Does that work with any song? No, not always. All right. It depends. It depends, honestly, like where my brain is at at that moment. The moment that I get the the input, yeah. If I'm in like reception mode, yeah, it'll be stuck there for days. Yeah. If I'm in, if I'm off, if I'm not recording, yeah, I might not get it at all. All right. Um, before we go, yes, I need to ask you, who doesn't fuck with Chet Hayes then? I'm going to say most of Hollywood. Most of Hollywood. But, okay, but he's not trying to be in Hollywood, though. He's trying to be a... That's a, because nobody fucks with him A there. Jamaican Patois guy that... Does he make music? What is... I think he's a rapper? I think he just makes videos of him doing Jamaican accents. And he gets money from... Probably his dad's career. I saw one thing where he had, like, a stack of cash... I don't know if it was a music was video. Was he doing that telephone thing with it? It was on mute. Yeah, it was on mute. The video I was watching was on mute. But he had a stack of cash. He was doing the telephone thing with the cash. And there was a bunch of, like, maybe Jamaican girls surrounded him in, like, bikinis, like, dancing. 
That's what I said. I don't know if he did music to that. I don't or know. If that's just how he lives his life. <laughs> okay. How about all right, an artist that like releases music videos but never records any music? <laughs> that's really I good. Like that. That's really good. I like that. What are they recording though? It's just the, the, whatever the music video would be to the song, right? So like you call the song like you know like fucking Ricky no 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 it'd be like uh like a uh, clouds on a Sunday morning or something right mm-hmm. and then you have a music video to the song clouds on a Sunday morning but there's never a song clouds on a Sunday morning so you just do a music video <laughs> so there's no music it's just a video of clouds it's just yeah and it's on mute but <laughs> here's the thing no it's not on mute but. They're doing all the things, but like miming, but you can still hear their breathing, right? So like, like they're like anytime you see them like dancing or whatever, like instead of it just being like totally silent, you hear them go like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they show you those videos, like without the music over. Do you ever see the videos where they're shooting? music videos without the music playing and all you can hear is just the people dancing and then like the yeah or it's like it sounds like one of those and one videos oh yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) or whatever nike still and one (laughs) yeah or we were watching uh the rehearsal and he was talking about how like if anybody says anything on camera you have to pay them oh yeah yeah in order to be like a good like background actor you have to be able to like do your movements without making any noise <laughs> so like he did a bunch of scenes where people were like in this restaurant and this lady was like pretending to like eat her food but like without making any noise whatsoever <laughs> you're not even allowed to chew i don't think it, you have to I, you can make like noises i think but like if you if you're like you got a what is this thing called a tambourine yeah, they probably put like. You got, are you a voice use, actor at that point? They green they green screen the tambourine in. They just film you like shaking <laughs> they your hand. They green screen the tambourine. Yeah, they shake you film you shaking your hand. And, and then, then they, they just green screen the tambourine. Put it in after. Put it in post. That's the name of this episode. Put it in post. No, green screen the tambourine. All right, I like it. You like that? I do. I do like that. All right. All right, guys. Well, hey, this was the first official uh, podcast. This is the first actual podcast that's ever been recorded. We recorded other episodes that we might release later of different things, but we're going to take our time. Yeah, we're going to tease you with it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So anyway. You're going to work for this pussy. Oh, God. What? Write, write down the times that we can edit this out because I don't want people to be able to take that audio of you saying that and just play it whenever they want when they're like jerking off or something, okay? <laughs> but write down the time <laughs> so I can take the audio and put it on my phone and use it for the, the things that I want to use it for. Okay. For later. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in and listening. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this. Yes, this has been an actual podcast, and uh, we are signing out. Signing out. See you soon. Yeah. really stink. We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little baby bass.
It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed, and its perception of truth blotted out. Oh, <laughs>